Cameo Radio. Welcome back to Cameo Radio. I'm here in the studio with Danny Honeywine. Hi. We've got part two of this special new Renaissance miniseries, A Stroll Through the Victimhood. On the last episode, we introduced the concept of the victimhood and the phenomena of the drama triangle. Right. So it's important to conceptualize something so that we can actually look at it and see it. And again, want to make the point to say, like, there's actual real abuse in the world. And it's like, it's real and it's happening. And like we saw in the skit, it's actually a most favorite tactic of an abuser to deny the victim or that the victimhood even exists. Right. And that's the kind of gaslighting phenomenon that goes on say no that doesn't happen no that's a that's a thing on this episode we're going to be looking at the victimhood at the legislative level so we're going to use frank caputo's bill bill c274 as our guinea pig and it proposes nationwide changes to the criminal code so we're going to be looking at society from that federal level and frank caputo's bill an act to amend the criminal code. Will Frank's new model be effective in the lives of real people? Or should it go Caputo? Which is funny because, you know, his name's Frank Caputo. Thanks. <laughs> That's the question, right? Here's a fella. He's dreamt up this model, introduced it as a private member's bill. Mm-hmm. It's a legal fiction. He's it's a legal fiction. He's dreamt it up. He's <clears throat> put it in. We're going, okay, will this be effective in the lives of real people? That's what we're asking. Let's read Frank's words about his private member's bill. Right. And this is a flyer that went out. This is a flyer that went out. Yeah. And I received it in my mailbox because I am a constituent in the writing. It says, I tabled my first private member's bill, C-274, an act to amend the criminal code, detention in custody, on May 19th. This bill would create a, quote, presumption detention, end quote, for those who are accused of three serious separate offenses with a maximum penalty of five years or greater, it would target those that commit serious offenses and give judges discretion to release when there are exceptional reasons. Recent court decisions have changed the landscape of bail by making prosecution for breaches more difficult and by making detention awaiting trial exceptionally rare. Municipalities and residents of Kamloops, Thompson, Caribou have clearly asked that crime be addressed. It's time we give law enforcement the tools needed to protect victims and keep the public safe. This has had significant impacts on law enforcement and put serious strain on policing resources. Kamloops RCMP Superintendent Sid Leckie recently stated that approximately 5% of all offenders are creating 90% of their work. This is partially due to prolific offenders being able to, to frequently reoffend for the same crime while awaiting trial. Wow. So we're going to have that up. You can look at that yourself. There's a few things that really stood out to me. The recent court decisions, making it difficult for judges to prosecute people for breaches and by making detention awaiting trial exceptionally rare. So what they want to do is say more people should be incarcerated while awaiting trial. And the decisions that judges have made are somehow wrong. 
Yeah. And to be clear, the people that they're talking about, like these quote, serious offenders mm-hmm. that have committed three, it's like, no, no, they've been accused, they've been accused. of three serious offenses. The, and to qualify that a little yeah. bit, they're even saying in here, 5% of these offenders are creating 90%. So they want blanket legislation for everybody to lock them up on an accusation when they're admitting that it's only 5% of these people that are doing it. Now, here's the second point. They want to give the law enforcement these tools, not the courts, the law enforcement. Mm. And they're lumping the victims and the public together into a single batch. This is Caputo's mail campaign that he went out. And my big question here, really, at the end of all of that is, is he asking for input? You know, anywhere in this letter, Danny, did, was there anywhere where he said, I want your feedback? It's past that. He's already put it into the House of Commons. It's gone through its first reading. Right? So So, he's, at this point, it's done. He's broadcasting a narrative. The question mm -hmm. is, did you hear about it? I got the flyer in the mail, too. Did I hear about it? Well, you got the flyer. Did anybody in Kamloops hear about it? Well, he's putting everyone on notice. I mean, imagine how many flyers he sent out. Guess what we're going to do? What's that? We're going to go to the people and find out. Oh, we are definitely going to the people to find out. So uh, Frank Caputo says the victims need to be protected to keep the public safe. So who are these victims? Everyone. Right? That's the narrative. Everyone's a victim. Everyone. 5% of people are causing 90% of the crimes is the narrative in there. And it's like, well, that's just 5% of the accused people. We're going to look at some of those stats as well, because that's gruesome. Mm -hmm. So the dangers, the real dangers of incarceration on accusation, not on conviction like if you're being incarcerated on conviction that means you have gone before a court they have found you guilty and now you will serve your time and repay your debt to society but on an accusation alone you can be locked up for potentially five years or more in a remand penitentiary Mm -hmm. on an accusation yep so remand means awaiting you're in prison awaiting trial you're awaiting you are Accused. You are accused. You're accused. You are in jail. Right. And you could be innocent. You could be guilty. We don't know. This sounds like something out of a brutal history book Mm -hmm. where they're like, bring in the accused. (laughs) And that's bad enough. You've been accused of something. Are they guilty? Did they do it? So in this instance, this legislation is attempting to target repeat offenders awaiting trial. Mm -hmm. And it's attempting to target persons with multiple accusations. But again, these are just accusations, right? Right. The political narrative of the letter right it kind of obscures the truth of what's actually happening out there everyone's a victim we're all in the victimhood together <laughs> yeah right oh my good lord is that right what meanwhile doing? there's actual victims and there's actual abuse of power and he he's doing nothing about it well let's look at the model he's actually <laughs> trying to use he wants nationwide legislation because Kamloops demands it in order to protect victims right so why can't Kamloops deal with the social issues leading to all of this supposed crime? Right? Because it's not the same. We're 200 kilometers away. It's not the same. Right. It's different social issues. No. And instead of dealing with the social issues, they are just going to say anybody who's accused, go to jail for up to five years or more while awaiting a trial. And meanwhile, Canada's national conviction rate was 61% according to 20. 20- 19-2020 stats. Mm-hmm. That means, do the math here, 39% of all the charges are dropped or stayed. So what does it mean when a charge is dropped or stayed? It means the person is innocent. Or there was no evidence. Or to... there was no evidence to have carried out a conviction. Yeah, because you can't prove 
innocence. You can only prove guilt. So you can never say, I was proven to be innocent. And it's like, no, no, this person was proven to be guilty. Yeah. You Here's to, the evidence. That's to prove. the story. Like, yeah. let's just take a moment to reflect on what we were taught as children. Innocent until proven guilty. Well, that's gone, Caputo. <laughs> so they want to increase the incarceration rate, but not reduce the conviction rate of innocent people. Which would clear up the backlog of the court system and would allow these 5% offenders to be processed in a much more reasonably fast manner. Likely quicker. The court system's brutally right. slow. It's just... So, <laughs> there you go. Don't get me started on that. System. Is this bill based on a false narrative? Mm -hmm. Good question. I would... Leave that up to our listeners to decide. And if it is, what would be the motivation for this narrative? Who stands to gain from this? You know, who doesn't have clean hands? Right. What happens to budgets for law enforcement? Well, they're going to increase. Do they increase? They're we don't know. It doesn't tell us in there. Would budgets for prisons increase? Now, if we're going to extend prison sentences by three years or more, mm -hmm. I would say we're going to need bigger penitentiaries. Mm -hmm. And what does Kamloops have? But a penitentiary, penitentiary, a remand pen. Mm -hmm. yep. So they stand to make some money there. So, And then here's the other question, too. In order to push this sort of thing through without getting to these other questions, mm -hmm. you know, who stands to gain? Do they have clean hands? Really, are they just using fear tactics as a coercive measure to get what they want? <laughs> and we don't even know what they want. We're, we're kind of, we're looking at it because we're using this lens of the victimhood, right? Mm -hmm. We've got this lens on, we're... We're saying, well, it's a subconscious program of some sort. Of some sort. To perpetuate this status quo. Yeah. Oh, poor me. We have to protect victims. Oh, no, poor me. I'm a victim. All that sort of stuff. Right? Oh, so there you go. So thing. if it's not obvious right on first glance, which it isn't if you just pick it up and read it. It's the, not obvious. The bill does fall squarely into, like, the skit from the not-so-real-life network, <laughs> like, expanding and maintaining that the victimhood. Oh, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's squarely in expanding the victimhood. Absolutely. Potentially. If it goes through and it's passed into law. If it's passed into law. So that's the thing. That is a legal fiction. And once enacted, then people are going to find out. So everybody's like, yay, this is the best. And then they're like, oh, no. And how often does that happen in government? And there's no retroactive you know, evaluation of this stuff. It just goes in and then it's in. It's and in. then there's not, well, look at how big our prison population. I wonder why it's just like, oh, well, we better address this with more legislation, more imaginary <laughs> fictions and legislations. And more bad guys. Well, yeah. the, the court system's already addressing these 5%, but there's been recent court decisions that make it more difficult to deal with these 5%. So we're dealing with 5% of offenders and now we're going to end up with bigger penitentiaries? Why don't we just deal with those specific yeah. individuals? And it says right in his letter to us that right. the reason they can't deal with them is because they're all awaiting trial. So, was, yeah, we so we need to just speed it up instead so of slowing it down. The truth is there, but like there's barriers for the public, right? Because now they're, they're the victims. You're the victim. So there's a barrier there. So how involved are people in order to, you know, listen and understand, as we would say, like, have ears to hear. Yes, right? How ears involved to hear. Yes. are they in the process and in knowing what their government is? Right. Do they have ears to hear? And are they being told the truth? And the truth really is, ask these questions. And have you been asked questions? Yeah. You know? And then it comes down to the education, right? Like, how educated are people 
like at a very basic level mm-hmm. in order to have those eyes to see like right yeah and and what kind of experience do people have like you said earlier you weren't totally aware of what reman was it wasn't in your sphere of influence in your life you were like what what's that and until it affects somebody they literally have no idea check it out check that out look at that mm-hmm. figure out put them together that all you need to do is be accused of something and you could go to jail for five or more years. And people will just be like, no, that can't, that's not right. No, take the blinders off. Use your eyes to see. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the false narrative is that easy path, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people don't have to be involved to have an opinion, just to have an opinion. You don't have to be involved. Don't have you to just, be involved. You know, think whatever you want. Keep the blinders believe on. Believe whatever you whatever. want. It doesn't matter. Have that opinion. It doesn't matter. Not going to happen to me. Yeah. Yep. So the ears are closed. Yep. People don't have to be involved to have an opinion. Yep. Absolutely. They can just close their eyes. They can say, well, I read it on the news. I heard it on the TV. The radio station told me to trust the advertisements. Yep. You know, so no big deal. Then they don't have to do the research, right? Because right. it's been handed. Well, Frank told us that this is what people wanted. Right, right. He told me that everybody wanted that. Yeah. And when we're saying, did he look, ask, think, did he? Did he? Did he ask know. you? What was the process? What was the process? Was there a referendum? Were you was asked? Was there a survey? Yeah. Was there a poll? Yeah. No. What happens to the people who end up being detained for up to five years on these accusations? Oh, absolutely. It creates more criminals. It's con college. Like con you college. called it. So you take somebody who's innocent. They go to jail. They're innocent. They didn't do it. They've been accused of something. God only knows why. Mm-hmm. And now they're in there. And what would happen to you? You've lost your job. You've lost your reputation. Now you're going to lose your house. You're going to lose whatever you worked for while you're in jail for five or more years awaiting a judge who says, hmm, they actually don't have enough evidence for a conviction. You're free. And you get nothing. And so then you get let out and you're you're let out with what they arrested you. There's your clothes back. That's all you've got. Hopefully you remember a phone number at that point. Now, let me tell you, if you have a sound mind, you're going to be a little bit choked at that. Maybe you'll get a tattoo on your neck. Yeah, maybe you'll say, you know what? <laughs> this system turned on me yeah. because I was told I was innocent until proven guilty. Well, now that you've been victimized, what are you going to do? And you've been in there with people who are also upset about it. What are you going to do at that point? Mm-hmm. Now you've been made a victim through systemic abuse. Absolutely. Real, true abuse. So what is the test? of this legislation and this narrative that we've been given Mm -hmm. by Frank Caputo. It's like, will people see what is actually being advocated for here? Right. What is really being advocated for? And that's the thing. Check for clean hands. Who stands to gain? What is this actually doing to the community? Have you been lied to? Have you been told the truth? Mm -hmm. Right. So if we read between those lines, right, if we step outside of, you know, this victimhood that Frank is so convinced that we're all living in in Kamloops. I guess Kamloops is full of that. There's 5% of these people cause 90% of the crimes. I'm like, so everybody, everybody's a victim. But So then what happens? Bigger prisons, bigger prisons, check law enforcement budgets up, check, check nationwide reform based on the demands of people from Kamloops. Yeah. And that area. And so we're up here in the South Caribou. Yeah. And yes, there's crime. And yes, it's increasing. But again, it's a lot of people awaiting trial. And those issues that they're talking about in Kamloops aren't even relevant 200 kilometers away. So how can it be nationwide? Yeah. We don't have those huge issues here. No. I mean, they're pretty bad. We have different different social issues. Right. And everywhere you go, it's a different issue. Issues. Right. So people need to figure out how to solve it in their local areas, Mm -hmm. which is really, really important. 
Um, and there's going to be other episodes on that. Believe me, we've got some great stuff coming up. So who's the real enemy? The okay, so there's the 5% of, of these offenders, and then there's all these people who are being accused of crimes, right? Right, but accused. But who's, who's the real challenger in this story? The people that support the bill, I guess? Yeah, like, okay, so people who what? They stand to profit. Right, check. So they may be people who work in the prison system, keep their jobs, or expand. Right, expand or more people power. People who build prisons, contractors, contractors, people who award contracts. Who stands to gain? Follow the money, yeah. right? And or somebody who stands to fulfill a political agenda, oh, make people boy. feel good, right? Now, let me tell you, if you fulfill a political agenda, you have been a very good boy. It's like, oh, that a good boy? Yes. Thank Maybe you they so could much. Join Younger. We'll, we'll get into well, that another geez. episode. Oh man! Just a brief note: I've penetrated Klaus Schwab's cabinet. Okay, let's keep going. So, okay, so what about the people who are you know actual victims of this political agenda? Mm-hmm. I think we'll refer people back to episode 19 where we looked at security and emergency systems. That was a good one to get a really good idea. Like, what about those people? Like, what do they say? Like, what do real people say? Right. The about vi- victims it? of this political agenda. Now, yeah. this has happened in history before. Oh, yes, it has. This yeah. is bad. When when the police start toting around political agendas. Yeah. That leads to holocaust. It's a very slippery slope. It is beyond slippery. And it's all, whoa. And that's where we can turn to look at mentorship, right? So mm-hmm. where ha- in history have we seen it? That's our mentor. That's like where we look for mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. And then also looking at those actual people who've been victimized, looking at them as now mentors. Like you've been through it. Right. What would you change? How could we do it differently? Right. What went wrong in your case? Absolutely. Like, what went wrong for you? And and instead of vilifying them, be like, oh, he's got tattoos on his neck, or oh yeah, he maybe had a separate, but oh how I should be afraid of him. Drop the stuff, drop that, check it out. Likely guilty until proven innocent system. Then you know? the other people that are gonna know the mentors, so yeah. There's criminal defense lawyers for every single one of those people. Oh yeah. That know that story. So ask the criminal defense lawyers what's happening and oh, as yeah. for some kind of guidance. So then we've got the wild, wild card. cards. The media. So now is the media going to be an enemy or an ally? Mm-hmm. Right? The media is changing. We're seeing quickly. We just saw the loss of an editor in 100 Mile. Oh yeah, yeah. apparently she's quitting. Yes. So well, there you go. Things are changing, right? So is it, you know, fake news does that, right? It vilifies. It it's it's victims and saves oh, it perpetuates that victimhood, but not of actual victims. That's not telling the story no. of the real people's experience. Perpetuating of the, the hood. actual victims. It's perpetuating this other thing. God, you're safe right. in there. Yeah, God, be safe in there. So in then there. that's you're the saviors, which are the yeah. police. Oh, the police are here to protect us. Yeah. Well, the police are putting almost half of the people in jail are bloody well innocent. Yeah. And they're just trying to keep their quotas up. They're yeah. trying to keep their budgets up. So anytime we hear, you know, people's real stories. That's kind of flipped the switch. It's not a narrative anymore. It's a story. Yeah, it's somebody's and we're, actual we're hearing experience. about what the challenges were and, and what they did and how they had to, what they've had to go through to overcome it. Because oh, if they're still alive and they're still here and they're still kicking, chances are they've had to overcome it because otherwise we lose them. Right. We just heard of another one today. Um, the fella's disappeared. Oh yeah. We he nobody knows where he's gone. Nobody now. knows where he went. Right? Yeah. And he was a great and, guy. Yeah. He was a great guy and we don't know what happened to him, but he was victimized through the family court process. Right. And just really bad. Really bad. So more tests. More right? tests, yeah. So learning from history. Yeah. Right? Who could we talk to? Yeah. What can we look at as historical reference? And we don't even have to go that far back in time. Like 
Go ask somebody. I guarantee you, you know somebody who has sure. faced these systems. Absolutely. And and can we find where can we find you know because we can look around the world like looking for actual models that are working instead right. of these like theoretical brainchilds. Yeah, we don't want to. We want non-theoretical models. Yeah. And political narratives. We, we want real people. Yeah. That's the way to. That's the way we find this stuff out. Yeah. So another test, right? The reality of the situation. So that'll be uh, part three that's, of yeah. this series. So and that's we're going to go to the ground level and look at the tools, the the tricks, and the truth of what's happening on the ground. On the ground. like yeah. So what is law enforcement currently doing? How are they getting a 39% wrongful accusation? Like the RCMP are using huge amount of police resources. Well, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at that. In the next part. Right. So we got more wild cards. Can the political opposition even be considered an ally in this thing? So we did some research. We dug into the member's bill and where it's at in the House of Commons it's had right its now. First reading. First reading, and there isn't any opposition yet. No opposition yeah. yet. So that's not it's not even being opposed. But they're thus they're two wings of the same bird, right? Can we trust that? Yep. Mm-hmm. In, in many cases that seems to be the case. So Right. So let's talk to the public. Let's find out. We've got a lot of questions here. We've asked a lot of questions. We've brought up a lot of information, right? Different ways of looking at it, which is very helpful. Let's talk to people. We'll fill you in with that. We'll, we'll be right back. Hello? Hey, this is Cam from Cameo Radio, and you're live on the air. And we're wondering... Have you ever heard of Frank Caputo? Uh, yeah, I've spoken to him on the street, but he just ran away. Oh, hello, this is the champ speaking. This is Cam from Cameo Radio. You're live on the air. And we're wondering, were you ever consulted about Bill C-274, an act to amend the criminal code that's been read as a private member's bill by Frank Caputo? No, that little twerp never ran nothing past me. He just went ahead and did it. Gonna snap. Lose it. Hello, Margaret speaking. Hey there, this is Cam from Cameo Radio. We're phoning people in Kamloops to find out, did anybody ask for your input for the Bill 274 presumption of detention? Is that news to you? Oh, yes, I did see his bill, and I do declare... It is terrible. My husband has been incarcerated by this very system. We don't need more of it. We need less of it. Um, hello? This is Cam from Cameo Radio. You're live on the air, and we've just got a quick question for you. What's the state in Kamloops today of the victimhood? Oh, why are you phoning me? How did you get my number? Oh, my God! As a member of the public... Do you feel like a victim that requires the protection of Frank Caputo? I need protection. We all do. It's terrifying. Don't you watch the news? Ah! This has been another original Cameo Radio presentation. The dialogue of this skit is based off actual conversation with actual people. The identity of the participants has been hidden behind theatrical interpretation. Well, that was an interesting little bit of phone calls wasn't it interaction with the public yeah i mean that's just such an easy way to do it just pick up the phone and find out for yourself Mm -hmm. so on the third part we will be looking at the tools and tactics 
and the truth of what's happening locally in law enforcement. So stay tuned for that one, right? We're going to boil that down from theoretical model to your front doorstep. Again, what happens to those people who have suffered false allegations? So they've got this trip into Con College, right? Undeserved. Undeserved. And and at the end of that they face institutionalization. And what is institutionalization? Oh, that is brutal. the perpetuation and increase of the actual victimhood itself. Right. It right? Really it's is. creating, it's more abuse. Well, and people come out and they have to start all over again. And not just, you know, oh, I don't have money in the bank or like shoes on my feet. No, no. They have to start all over again in their mind, in oh, their yeah. heart, in their spirit. Oh, yeah. To it's say not that... just about possessions. Here's $100,000. You feel better? No. No. No, I don't. No. Thank you. No, that doesn't solve that the problem. That does not solve my problems. I, people have to face the challenge of getting over the fact that the system they thought that was there to protect them just incarcerated them for like six years in remand and then said, sorry, we don't have enough evidence to even have done this. Right. Oh, wow. So then here we are. We have the flip side of the narrative. So those are those are the real potential victims of this legislation. We've got this other side, you know, these, oh my God, everybody's a victim just right. because you're part of the public, which is everybody. Everybody. So everybody's we have to in the public. It. Oh my God. Well, and that's the thing. If most people don't even know what remand is, or they're like, no, that couldn't happen to me, then they are the very unfortunate potential victims. They are lined up in their ignorance to be extremely victimized and have they would suffer even worse if yeah. they got turned on because they would never see it coming mm-hmm. so do i in my life That's feel betrayal. in my life do i feel like i need to be protected from these 40 percent from 40 percent of people who are accused that get released like no i don't well and did frank caputo ask you i i didn't even know who frank caputo was no until i got that thing in the mail and, was like, and then we saw him today huh? we almost had a chat with him but he literally got down off the stage, got in his car and he, ran away. We ran away so fast. So fast. We didn't get an interview. So, <laughs> so here we go. Let's, but let's, let's cut to the chase. Here, yeah, yeah. We, we. Criminal behavior is a challenge. Yeah. Right? We like don't, you we were saying. Let's get to solutions, we, right? Yeah. We don't want to say that there isn't crime and that there aren't real problems. Right. So it is a challenge. So, and, it, and it's a challenge, right? It's a societal it's challenge. It's a societal challenge. Always has been, always will be. Right. And we can't sweep them under the carpet by nope. increasing remand sentences because that'll indirectly increase criminality. Right? Yeah. It doesn't decrease the number of victims. No, right? it's it doesn't. Like, okay, protect it victims. It likely increases them because you have a 39% conviction rate. Yeah. So now you've taken people who are innocent and turned them likely into criminals or people who are very, yeah. very. So it's expanded the abuse of power. Oh, my God. It's horrendous. Absolutely. So the paradox is addressed in the root issue. Right. Right? Because it is. It's a paradox. Are we actually creating less crime? No. We're We're putting more innocent people in jail for longer. Into Con College. Into Con College. On the assumption, on the presumption that they've done something wrong, which is already wrong. So instead of increasing incarceration, what we need to do is increase the social fabric and the awareness of the social fabric, of right? Of what's happening. Which means in our we own need, lives. We need to get more tied together. Yeah. So like have those phone calls, have tea with your neighbor, reach out, make contact with people instead of letting these narratives continue to hold them in a vilified state. Yeah. Because that doesn't help anything. That increases systemic victimization. It doesn't solve doesn't anything. doesn't solve anything. No. Yeah. So instead of that, we say, all right, here we are. We're a community, maybe a neighborhood, a little block. We accept that criminal behavior is a challenge. What the heck are we going to do about it? Right? 
right? We need complete legal system overhaul and reformation. We need a better conflict resolution system. 100%. Full stop. Full stop. If we've got criminals who are awaiting trial and that's and then they're the 5% and they're awaiting trial and and they're that's the reason why they keep repeat offending, we have a problem with our legal system. Yeah. Our court oh, yeah. system. The court system doesn't work. So now if the court system who practices law has made rulings that make it harder to prosecute offenders who are on bail because they're like, no, no, we'll just put it off until they're actually, until their conviction comes in and then crown stays that forever. So they're just out there continuing to offend. That system obviously doesn't work, which has now triggered these members bills to go through to say, just lock them all up. And so here's two, this doesn't work. Two interesting points for our listeners here who Mm -hmm. may not be aware. Number one, court is conducted on zoom in the 21st century. Oh my goodness. So anybody can record the court now. Oh, it goes through MS teams, MS teams. And you just broadcast it. Microsoft. So absurd. Microsoft. Right. I don't trust Microsoft. There are no resident judges in our small towns. That's right. There's no resident judges. There's no resident prosecutors. No, we're losing our resident doctors for lucky. If we have criminal local criminal defense lawyers, Mm -hmm. heaven forbid, if we lose those, we're really, we're really hooped. And let's just let's just be clear. The legal system has become obsessed with process. It has nothing to do with justice. It diverted from a justice system long ago and turned into a legal system. And now it's not even really that it's turned into a process. But in in our hearts, all of us, when we think of, oh, yeah, court, well, I can imagine. Court, yeah. I, I can imagine a jury and I can imagine a judge and you say your piece, you say your truth and you say what was true. Matlock. We look at the evidence, we come to the truth, mm-hmm. we make a decision and we live with it. Right. And it's not That's what happens. not it. That's a fairy tale. The reality so, of it is grim. In fact, after looking at all of that, yes. it's pretty clear. We, and I'm really excited to say this. It's like we've outgrown the status quo. We have outgrown that collective narrative. Yeah. And Full it needs stop. to change. And I mean, we, not just Danny and I no. sitting here and a handful of people. I Society. Mean, well, and you who's listening to this. Yeah. You who are listening to this. No. Maybe you have some questions. Maybe you have some reservations. But the reality of it is, you know, something's not right. I haven't met a single person. I mean, even the councillors in this town, city councillors, they know this system is hopelessly oh, yeah. broken. Yeah, and I but think they the, continue to say, "Well, what the, are we going to do?" The trap and the trap is to go. Ah, we need to tear it down and burn it down. Oh, it's like, you can't fight it. But we can't. You we, cannot. We fight have it. to say we have outgrown You've this. Outgrown it. And so we have to. We're looking at it, and we have to build on top of it. We have to build something new on top of something old. So we have to make sure that we have foundations in place, mm-hmm. building around that, that are going to allow us to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's building those foundations is so critical. Yeah. So Frank wants more people to set up shop in the victim. Homes. Actually, Frank wants everyone. Well, he thinks we're all in it. He's like, stay in there, my little flockety flock of sheepy sheep. Yeah, or whatever. And I, I so truly, ask questions. And I truly do. As you know, Frank, if you're listening, we'd love oh, to interview you. Or, I wish we could have. poking at you because you're a politician. I'm sure we'll send this to you. And the reality of it, I think, is that it's subconscious for him, right? He, he probably doesn't know. No, most people this don't. this is happening. No. We, but we do. We run out these um, thoughts and beliefs, things that we believe to be true, and mm. we perpetuate more of our own blind spots into right. the world. So if it's a blind spot for Frank, I hope you can... 
start to see the blind spot and come and have coffee with us. Well, We'd love to. And that's the thing. That. So many people's heads. I just got a reference back to the rules here on this one part. Rules of wizardry, right. which is a funny topic title, but you know, that's how it was given to me. Most people's heads are full of knowledge, facts, and beliefs. And because of it, they think they can tell the difference between truth and a lie, but they can't. Because their heads are full of knowledge, facts, and beliefs, right? They're right. actually easier to fool mm. because they think that that's what it is. So it's like, here, only look at these facts. Here, only check this narrative. And they're being fooled. And it's much harder to show someone that they've been fooled, right? And so like that's saying, I've been fooled in my life. I have fooled myself. Mm-hmm. I've been my own fool. We all have. And so you have to stop and say, whoa, wait a minute. What am I doing? And once somebody notices that, and has noticed that. Then they, they can take stock of what it is. And if they choose to put the blinders back on and yeah. be willfully ignorant and say, no, 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 no. That can't be the case. And they don't check and they carry on. I mean, you get that little ball in the pit of your stomach at that point. Right? I do so, believe the fool card is the first step on the journey. It is. You have to be like, yeah. oh my good Lord, I am a fool. Yeah. Instead of being so arrogant to yeah. say, oh, no, no, no. So here we go. Cam loops. We've right. got our MP and Kamloops, even detached from, you know, maybe the issues as it is up here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got the the uh, whispers from the sergeant down there. Oh, yeah. And whoever else. Uh, the little need, echo circle. We need help, right? The we, echo oh, circle. the law enforcement is just struggling so mm-hmm. much. So they're going to increase the prison We need more tools to lock And they're going to increase up. law enforcement. Right. And they're right. probably saying that the police need to do this because the court system's failing. Right. Because everybody sits around and says, this system's broken. It's not working. It's yeah. not working. So they're going to just inadvertently make it worse, right? That's and terrible. you know what? So so best case scenario, we give Frank the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, of course. And it's just, we're just running out these programs and we're all helping each other. We're, and we're all here to help running you. these programs. We're here to help you, Frank. And yeah. like, please come help us because we've got them too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's, you know, what the victimhood does. So, yeah. but worst case scenario, he profits. Or he benefits well, in some way. Well, that's the thing. If people realize what's going on and it becomes blatantly obvious and they do look and then they shut their blinders on and they rake in a record profit, you know why they're doing it mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, That's money. dirty money. Yeah. Okay, so so if that's what's going on, there's going to be increased prison populations, increased law enforcement budgets, yep. right? Maybe Frank lives in the victimhood. Maybe he's got that echo circle. Maybe he actually believes with personal conviction that what he is doing is helping. And I believe that's the case. I think most people are like, we're doing the best we can. And it's yes. like, whoa, check yourself, yeah. check your narrative. Yeah. And often until people fall flat on their face, they don't say, wait a second. And that's why we we put these funny little terms on it. Like, yeah. like we say, you know, that's what the victimhood does. Like it wants to expand. It wants more people to like set up shop and like, like let's like sell, selling, some, sell some real estate selling real the estate, victimhood. Yeah. Like just stay here. It's safe here. It's good. We're doing yeah. it. It's, all, it's like, no, no, just we've outgrown this. Well, that's the thing. They can, they, whoever they are, like whatever peddler comes along well, trying to sell you something. Okay, they can try to sell you something, but it's up to you if you buy it or not. Yeah. Anytime there's somebody a putting they. putting a narrative, that's the that's a they. There's not like this nebulous, ah, this thing coming well, That's from part me. of the victimhood mentality yeah. is whoever they are. Well, they in this particular is anybody who's you're peddling like, who? an idea. Yeah, but you're like, who? It's like, oh, that person mm-hmm. who said this to me you have to make it very like personal mm-hmm. otherwise it's this ah oh, they didn't just like well who oh yeah what like well, what who? <laughs> so like yeah you can you can set up shop in the victimhood if you want you can even go as far as to buy some real estate in the victimhood and sit there and sell that to people mm-hmm. or you can say whoa 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 i ain't buying it 
Are you going to buy real estate? Are you going to buy a lease on a place in the, in the victimhood? Are you going to say, well, yeah, I am a victim, actually. Yeah, this sounds pretty good. And then somebody goes, of what? And you go, oh, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Apparently 5% of offenders are causing 90% of the crime. Did you check? Go talk to your neighbor. Have yeah. a conversation. Yeah. Do the phone call. Have some tea. It's actually a pretty good time. So at the end of the day, I think one of the most important takeaways of this part of the series is that we have this guilty and proven until proven innocent situation in Canada. Right. And it's clogging up our courts. And it needs to stop. It has to stop. We have outgrown it. We have outgrown it. It's like being forced to continue to wear shoes that don't fit. It's yes. very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable <laughs> for our society. And it's making things, you know, extremely bad. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on this episode of Cameo Radio. Stay tuned for the third part of this series that's coming up where we look at the real effects of it, what's going on in law enforcement, yeah. right? Ground level. Ground level stuff. Yeah. And then following that one is going to be the unicorn. The special episode. Oh, so going to be just so yeah. excited. So thanks for coming today, Danny. You betcha. Love having you in the studio. Thanks for everybody who's listening today. And uh, go sign up, log in, find out for yourself, ask questions, come on the show. If you like what we're doing, get in touch. And coming on a show can be as simple as sending a signal message. Oh, absolutely. A voice and, message. And as you've heard, we, we do really like to reach out with some phone calls. So just getting in touch. Chances are your phone's going to ring at some point. Check back often instead of going to the big box marts and the convenience stores in the victimhood. Stay tuned for the next episode. And don't forget to stay tuned. Get tuned. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs>